Hey, it's Brooke. Before we get into the show, I just wanted to remind you that I'm currently offering 60-minute intensives to celebrate my birthday. I don't normally offer one-off coaching sessions, but right now I am only through the end of May. You can go to brooke-monahan.com birthday to grab one of those limited spots. You're listening to Transcend Your Dichotomy, the podcast where we break the rules that say we have to leave ourselves behind in pursuit of success. I'm Brooke Monahan, and I created the show for purpose-driven business owners. Together, we'll talk about how to go for your goals, have an impact, all while honoring yourself, your desires, and your values. I talk often about the importance of taking action. It's something that when you are a business owner, you really need to get comfortable with. And I think one of the reasons why I talk about this so often is because it's no surprise that I talk a whole lot about mindset. And the reality is that you can't just do mindset work. And a lot of people do try to just do mindset work. Uh, I think that this is perpetuated in part by this narrative that says that if you just get your mindset right, then everything is kind of going to suddenly like be easy. Or if you just get your energy right, then you will, quote, be in alignment and things will just kind of start to flow to you naturally. I kind of don't like, not I kind of don't like, I really don't like that narrative. I don't think that it's accurate to how things actually work. Um, Now, I am all about the mystical. And what I mean by that is the little synchronicities and things that you can't really explain. I don't really feel the need to have an explanation for those things that start to happen when you do, quote unquote, get into alignment. But from my view, to even be in alignment, you need to be taking action toward your goals, right? You need to be aligning your actions with the vision that you have for your business or for your life, whatever it is that we're talking about. In that context, here we're talking about business. Um, And I think that sometimes that is taken out of the equation and people think that they can just be focusing on the mindset piece. You can't. You have to also be taking action. First of all, um, action is what is going to create different results. Um, But also, for the mindset work to even stick, I think you need to be taking action. It's pretty challenging for you to actually shift the way that you think about your business or the headspace that you're in when you're approaching work simply by thinking about it or reflecting on it or getting curious about it. It requires you to show up differently because showing up differently and moving differently is first of all, what creates new habits. It's what creates different results and different evidence of the fact that actually you can do things differently and you'll be okay. Um, Or that if you show up differently, you will create those different results. And so you can trust in this. Um, And it also is ultimately what's going to allow you to build the new skills that you need, right? Think about watching a YouTube video on something versus actually doing the thing, right? If you want to learn how to paint, for example, watching a YouTube video on something and learning some of that stuff is one thing. You have more knowledge than you had before, but you're not actually going to build the skill until you show up and start doing it yourself. And there actually is a, uh, 
a feature of our human brains where when we learn how to do something, we think that it's going to be really easy to do it because we now understand how it works. It's called, um, I believe it's called fluency bias. So you are kind of fluent in like the mechanics of how a thing works. And so you just expect that it's going to be easy because you know how to do it. But then when you actually show up to it, you realize that the mechanics of actually doing it, that requires a whole different set of skills. So, okay. I've made my case. You understand. Uh, you need to be taking action. Great. Now, in today's episode, I want to talk specifically about what kind of action you need to be focusing on. Because one of the things that I see hold so many people back is they are caught up in this idea that they should be doing everything. They should be figuring out how to execute on every single thing that is on their list, how to be firing on all cylinders, how to get everything done, and figure out how to make that feel easy. And it's a fantasy that you're ever going to be able to do everything or be firing on all cylinders. So really what you need to do is start to prioritize. Focus on the couple of things that are going to move the needle and channel your energy into those things rather than trying to do everything and having your energy and focus be so scattered. And when we are talking about setting those priorities or just taking one small step at a time, the natural question is like, okay, but what is it that I should be taking action on? Um, What should my next step be? And that's going to be different for every single person. I think that this is one of the things that many entrepreneurs really don't like. If you're trying to learn how to grow your business through content like podcasts and Instagram content, YouTube videos, we want someone to just tell us what to do. We want the decision-making to be taken out of the equation so that we don't have to make the decisions ourselves and for somebody to just tell us what to do. But if you have had the experience of trying to follow other people's formulas, then you have probably had the experience of being frustrated when you find out that actually it's not as simple as simply following somebody else's step-by-step formula, right? Why is that? Because business is not as simple as simply going through the motions. And because of the fact that so much of what works and what doesn't work depends on the context of your specific situation, something that works really well for one person is never going to work the exact same way for you. So that means that we as business owners need to get comfortable not only taking action, but also being the decision makers on what it is that is going to get our focus and attention and what isn't. And on an individual level, like on an inner landscape kind of level for entrepreneurs, it's so important that you start to understand the different types of action taking. And I'm going to say in this episode that there are two different kinds of action taking. There's actions that you could take that are going to directly move you closer to your goals. And then there are actions that you're going to take to distract yourself from those things that you could be doing to directly move you toward your goals. Now, because we are talking in this episode about how to determine what to take action on and setting priorities and all of that, I want to first talk about a very common thing that happens for those of us who menstruate because we have hormonal cycles that affect the way that we think and feel. And listen, I'm not an expert on this. 
but I have seen it enough times to know that it is a thing. During your cycle, there is often a period of time where all of the ideas start rushing in at one time and you feel like you know exactly what to do, but it's beyond your capacity to do all of it because everything is very present. It's like, I've got all of these ideas, I've got all this motivation, but where do I start? And it can be overwhelming and it can shut some people down or it could trigger you to start overworking which kind of starts the burnout cycle. If this is you and you aren't sure where to start or what to take action on first, sometimes it is as easy as asking yourself, do you need to bring in new clients right now? Like, is there an issue right now with income? And if the answer is yes, then what is the offer that you could most easily bring new clients into right now. And this might be enough to direct you. You might want to take it one step further and see if there's anything on your list of things that's just like a very simple direct action that you can take today to make it possible to bring new clients into that offer. Um, Because this comes back to a concept of value streams, which I've briefly touched on in a YouTube video that I've done um, on uh, aligning your offers and your marketing. But essentially the concept is this, everything that you do in your business should align with a specific offer, unless it's like a legal requirement, like something that you just have to do baseline to be in business, right? Some administrative thing that like needs to happen to keep you in business, paying people, something like that. If it's not something like that, then any activity, especially a marketing activity, it should align with a specific offer. Reason being, your offers are where people pay you. And the reason that you are doing this is because this is a business. And thus, if you want the activities that you're putting in to generate some kind of return, then it should be aligned with your offer because the offer is where people are giving you money. It seems like a simple concept, but it's actually not as intuitive as it would seem. So if you are feeling like you want to do like an entire business overhaul, you want to do like a whole rebrand, you want to redo all of the copy on your website, you want to create new templates for your Instagram, you want to do all of this, these big kind of things, that's great. But what I want to see you do is actually before you start doing those things that are going to take a bit longer to pay off, or that aren't as directly going to impact sales or income, what I would love to see you do is take a simple action that's aligned with one of your offers first. So you can kind of take action on that thing, get that iron in the fire, let it let it do its thing. And while it's kind of doing its thing, you are working on something more long-term in the background, right? Um, so if that's you right now, if you're like in that place of, all of the things are presenting themselves. There's a million actions that you want to take. Sometimes it's as simple as just getting clear on what is the offer that if you brought, you could very easily bring people into right now, right? And what is the simplest thing that you could do to do that, do that first, right? And prioritize that way. Okay, so that's a very specific case um, that I wanted to make sure I touched on and kind of get out of the way, because if that's you right now, a lot of the things that I'm about to say are not going to be fully relevant to you because you're just in that hyper kind of motivated space that is very normal at different times in your cycle. Um, But if that's not you, and then let's talk about taking action more generally and how to determine what you want to focus your energy on. So 
The very first thing to bring your attention to is how difficult it is for you to be still. Some of us struggle with this more than others, and it's something to be aware of because if stillness or quiet or rest are hard for you, or if you do them with lots of guilt, uh, my experience is that you may be more prone to spending time on things that are not really moving the needle. I fall into this category. Um, I'm constantly trying to get better at being still, being in silence, doing nothing. It's something that has come up in therapy for me many, many times before. Um, And there's all kinds of reasons why this might be challenging for you, right? So this isn't like a judgment. It's just something to be aware of because it affects everything that we're about to talk about, right? It's just something to keep in mind. And with that, I actually think that building your tolerance for stillness can be a really useful practice for business owners because you're going to be less likely to work simply to regulate your nervous system, right? Many of us are incredibly uncomfortable slowing down, thus we resist slowing down. And it requires you to slow down to start making really deliberate decisions about how you spend your energy and to direct that energy into the strategic next step. It means that you've got to slow down and kind of assess, and that's going to be very challenging to do, right, if slowing down is as hard for you as it is for me and many of you, I am sure. Now, there's four questions that I come back to all the time um, with my clients. We cover this in training camp, which is my foundational program that all of my clients move through um, if they are going to be group coaching with me. Uh, It's open all the time. So you can go to brooke-monahan.com slash training camp right now. Check it out. Get yourself in there if it looks like a fit for you, because this is what we talk about in training camp. Like this is the skill that we are building, what I'm about to talk about right here. Okay. The four questions that I always have my clients come back to, we've talked about this before in the show, but we're going to do it again. Vision. So what is your vision for your work, for your business? What do you want this to be? What do you want this to look like? What do you want to be known for? What do you want to create? That's the first thing you've got to get clear on. If you're not clear on that, it's going to be incredibly challenging for you to actually align your actions with your goals. And by the way, You don't need to be crystal clear on every single detail of it, but the things that you do know, those are the things to draw, bring your awareness to, right? Those are the things to focus on, admit to yourself, be intentional about. So that's the first piece, sitting down and getting clear on what that vision is. Then truth, what are you telling yourself about that vision? And is it really your truth? Many of us have narratives that are running in the background all the time that were placed on us by somebody else. I don't know anybody who is exempt from this. (laughs) Uh, It takes work and it is something to be aware of because if you're not aware of it, it is going to continue to run the show whether you realize it or not. So what is your vision? And then once you're clear on that, what are you telling yourself about that vision? Trust. What truth do you want to put your trust in? So if you are operating according to a narrative that is not your truth, what is your truth, right? What is counter to that? What is a truth that you want to call in that challenges that narrative? And what would you do if you trusted in that? That's the final step. What would you do? Now, 
This is a practice that you are going to need to spend a little bit of time with at first. At first, it's going to feel excruciatingly slow because you are having to build the habit of bringing your awareness to what is actually motivating your behavior. But it is so essential to building confidence in these new narratives. If you do this, you will be faced with an immediate action that you could take right now. And I would highly encourage you to do so. <laughs> or it might be that you are drawn to the, the next step, right, that comes up is to actually pause for a minute or to not take action right now, which, by the way, is equally as important because you cannot be going all the time, right? Your job is to not talk yourself out of it, to trust it and to act on it and not talk yourself out of it. Another approach is to simply pay attention to the idea that has been coming up for the past several months that you've told yourself you can't act on because X, Y, Z. And just fucking do it. And sometimes that idea that's been coming up for the past couple months, you're hearing me say this right now, and you're not even thinking about that thing because you're thinking that I'm talking about something else. Like you're thinking that I'm talking about this exciting idea that you're just like holding yourself back from because you're afraid of success, but you know that it would work. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the name of the person that you can't get out of your head. The person who keeps coming up as the person who you would reach out to if you were going to take this advice, but that's obviously not the person. Person, the opportunity you would apply for, the next thing that you would do or say that keeps coming up that you're telling yourself is not a real option. It is probably coming up for a reason. Your intuition is very smart. It is very good at collecting all kinds of data that you're not even really that aware of and figuring out patterns in terms of what works and what doesn't. And probably the reason that you're telling yourself that it's not a real option is because you're scared. So whichever approach you take here, this is what you need to understand. Attempts to avoid taking these actions, whether it be the action that comes up when you ask yourself those four questions, right? What is my vision? What is I telling myself about that vision? What is really true? And what would I do if I believed in that? Or the action that continues to present itself in your mind that you're telling yourself is not a real option. Attempts to avoid taking those actions are the distractions that I am talking about. The reason that you will want to distract yourself is because it is easier to create a new marketing plan or to come up with another piece of content than it is to deal with the deeper fear that is driving you to recreate the same familiar situation over and over and over again. And this is where we create imaginary obstacles and then occupy ourselves with overcoming them. If you do not take the time and space to clarify the story that you're telling yourself or get curious about what you are actually afraid of, it will still be there. You just won't be aware of it. And what happens in those cases is we start to way overcomplicate the path to our vision or fixate on all of these small details that don't really matter right now, right? Trying to solve future problems that have not even presented themselves yet, getting caught up on really minor details so that we can face those complications instead of facing the fear that is stopping us from moving forward. Because facing that fear is 
terrifying, obviously, (laughs) might bring up all kinds of other feelings and emotions that are incredibly challenging to deal with. But I'm telling you, if you don't start to look at them, you will continue to take action on things that are just distractions. And this is when people end up in situations where they are working their asses off and nothing is moving them forward. Because If that is you, you are continuing to take action on things that are not actually moving the needle for some reason. And I don't know what that reason is. My best guess is that it probably just feels like what you're quote unquote supposed to be doing, feels safe, feels familiar, and so you keep doing it. So how do we start to kind of move away from this, right? Well, aside from asking yourself those questions and actually taking action, which nobody fucking wants to do, which is why people get so mad at me when they come into training camp because I actually make you spend time on this and we don't blow past it and just start talking about marketing and a bunch of tangible stuff that ultimately is not really going to help you break this cycle or break this pattern. Instead, we start to look at what your patterns are and your habits are and start putting you in the position of making the decisions so that you can move forward in a more sustainable way long-term, right? So no one wants to do it. Everyone gets mad at me because I make you slow down. Well, guess what? You need to. So how do you start to unravel this? It really is, first of all, kind of that simple. It's asking yourself those questions and then doing the fucking thing. It's not easy to do it. It's uncomfortable, but it is that simple. But another thing that I think is really important is get to know your patterns. What are the things that always come up for you or always derail you? It could be a specific thing that you fixate on, or maybe it's something that you use to distract yourself. Maybe it's your phone. Maybe it's Netflix. Maybe it's, I don't know, insert whatever your distraction is here. Um, It could also be a really common story that you tell yourself. It could be the story that you're never enough, that you're not doing enough, that no one's going to take you seriously. Start to get curious about what it is for you, because those are the things that are an indicator that you are in distraction mode or that there is a deeper fear presenting itself, usually because you are approaching an idea or an opportunity that could potentially bring results. This is something that we also talk about in training camp in one of our modules. Um, I think it's actually the very first module. We, I talk about this concept of peaked out, which is right when you start to approach a thing that is going to move the needle, it is incredibly common that that is where all of the fear and all of the doubt and all of the imposter thoughts start to present themselves to put on the brakes to stop you in your tracks. And so if you can start to get curious about what your patterns are, what those common things are that always come up for you as the distraction or as the story that stops you, or as the thing that you fixate on, maybe you're constantly fixating on your marketing plan. Maybe you're constantly fixating on the copy on your website. Maybe you're constantly fixating on the way that you're, you organize things, right? Get curious about what those are, because if you can start to get curious, then that becomes your indicator that some deeper fear is bubbling up for some reason. It could have been triggered by something entirely different that has nothing to do with your business. It could be that you have a big opportunity coming up and this is bubbling up because you're about to be more visible. It could be that you just had an idea and you are pretty much ready to take action on it and now all of a sudden all of this is coming up. 
It could be that there's a thing that presented itself that you want to act on or that you had an idea about and now you're distracting yourself from that thing. And so if this common story is coming up, this narrative, this common distraction or this thing that you fixate on is coming up, it's probably a good indicator that you are in distraction mode, that whatever it is that you are feeling naturally driven toward taking action on is probably going to be an energy drain rather than something that is going to move you forward. And it's time for you to redirect your energy. The best way for you to do that, the best way for you to redirect your energy toward the couple of things that would actually make a difference are to come back to the narratives. Come back to the truths, the stories that you're telling yourself and get curious about them and reframe them and ask yourself what you would do if you trusted in something else. Notice that I'm not saying you have to trust, right? It is going to be uncomfortable. At first, it might feel like you're faking it, but I'm telling you, you can develop new habits and new patterns and new stories, but it takes work to do it. And while it feels more tangible and it feels more responsible to focus on things like marketing plans or social media content or something like that. Um, Actually, I think that you will make a more sustainable change and a more meaningful change if you go one layer deeper and get better at discerning what it is that you are going to take action on to directly move the needle versus what is a distraction from those things because you are scared. Now, if this episode was resonant for you, I highly recommend that you check out my group coaching program, Transcend Your Dichotomy Training Camp. Go to brooke-monahan.com slash training camp and you can get all of the details. I wasn't even planning on talking about training camp in this episode, but as I am discussing this, it's dawning on me that if this was resonant for you, that is absolutely the place that you need to go because we focus for four entire months just on building new habits and clarifying everything that we talked about in this episode and moving forward differently. So you can go to my website, brooke-monahan.com slash training camp, either apply, book a call with me. Um, We can chat about it, see if it's the right fit for you. Once you establish the basics in training camp, I have other group coaching programs to take this further and get into the practical stuff. But this is what I cover with every single one of my group coaching clients first, because it is the essential foundational habit that you have got to build. Transcend Your Dichotomy is a production of Passion and Process Collaborative, LLC. The show is produced by me, Brooke Monahan, with production and marketing support from Julia Pink and Crunch Ranjani. Crunch's team also creates downloadable transcripts of each episode, which you can find on the episode page at brooke-monahan.com slash podcast. If you're ready to put this work into action, head to brooke-monahan.com to learn more about Transcend Your Dichotomy training camp and coaching with me. And remember, ratings, reviews, and sharing the episode all go a long way. Love y'all. See you next week.